0: Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Asset Allocation Report for October 31st, 2022. I'm Phil Adler. The Social Security cost of living adjustment for next year has been announced, and the 8.7% increase is the biggest in 40 years. Confluence Investment Management Market Strategist Patrick Fearon-Hernandez joins us to discuss how this affects the economy and investments. Patrick, would you call Social Security a major driver of the U.S. economy?
1: Well, hi, Phil, and thanks for having me on the program. To answer your question, I guess I would say that Social Security is certainly a significant driver of the U.S. economy, though perhaps not a major one. In recent years, Social Security benefits have equaled about 5% of U.S. gross domestic product. In other words, Social Security likely accounts for around 1 of all demand in the economy. So that's important. So is this 8.7%
0: increase something the stock market should welcome to the extent that it may free up some money for purchases or investments?
1: Yes, that's how we see it. After the jump in consumer prices over the last year, a lot of people saw their purchasing power decline, especially retirees on a fixed income. The jump in Social Security benefits beginning in January will help replace a lot of that purchasing power, and some could even be used for new investing. Overall, that should buoy economic activity over time.
0: Patrick, should this increase be seen as playing catch-up rather than anticipating what's ahead?
1: Yes, that's exactly what it is. The 8.7% jump in benefits is driven by the rise in consumer prices over the last year. It's trying to catch up people for the rise in prices from September 21 to September 22. So it's really a lagged benefit. The cost of living adjustment, or the COLA, isn't meant to protect people from future inflation at all.
0: So this is not, as we do here sometimes, a potential windfall for recipients.
1: Oh, no, not at all. It's only plugging a hole in people's purchasing power, and it's only going to do that if a person's actual experience of inflation was similar to that of the consumer price index over the last year.
0: But does an increase of this size encourage future inflation?
1: In the sense that it bolsters demand by putting more money in people's pockets, yes, you could say that. I wouldn't say that it's going to add a whole lot to US inflation pressures, however, since the cola itself only amounts to a modest share of overall consumer spending. However, it does still represent additional purchasing power and demand that otherwise wouldn't have been there. To the extent that today's high inflation represents excess demand in comparison with supply, the boost to demand will add somewhat to inflation
0: patrick what's the relationship between these annual increases in consumer prices and the annual increases in social security payments has one surpassed the other in recent years
1: well believe it or not social security payments and the average social security benefit have risen much faster than consumer prices over time why the difference Well, the overall volume of Social Security payments will be determined by the number of recipients and their average benefit, which in turn is driven by their working wage rate and wage history over time, along with CPI inflation. The increasing number of retirees alone has boosted total Social Security payments. As average worker productivity increased and average wages and salaries have tended to grow faster than inflation, the average Social Security benefit has grown much faster than the CPI as well. Over the last two decades, the average Social Security retirement benefit has grown at an average annual rate of 3.2%, while the CPI has risen at an average rate of just 2.3%. Higher
0: earners with bigger initial foundations for Social Security payouts are going to benefit more in pure dollar terms. Would you say the way Social Security payouts are set up in any way magnifies the division between high income and lower income groups?
1: Well, proportionally, the increase in benefit would be the same 8.7% on average, so I don't see the COLA as improving or worsening income inequality. And of course, the COLA isn't designed to address inequality either. It's strictly geared at making up for lost purchasing power due to inflation.
0: Patrick, I've noticed in the media several articles suggesting an increase in poverty is occurring among senior citizens while other U.S. age groups are faring better. Is this a meaningful trend in your view, one that might be beyond the purview of Social Security to correct?
1: You know, poverty has always been a threat for senior citizens, especially those who can't work anymore or who have to work less. Those seniors have a lot less flexibility and have a harder time generating income to make up for higher inflation or other expenses. And on top of that, many senior citizens in recent decades lost access to defined benefit pension plans and weren't able to save up enough in their own retirement funds. Social Security was really only meant to keep seniors out of extreme poverty, and I think it does a decent job at that. The trend toward increasing poverty among senior citizens is important, but the Social Security system isn't likely to correct it.
0: The cost of living adjustment in Social Security payments also created adjustments in the boundaries for federal income tax rates and an increase in the maximum amount of earnings subject to the Social Security tax. Are these more or less offsetting with a negligible effect on future solvency issues for the Social Security Fund?
1: I think that's a reasonable way to think about it. By making a larger share of wage and salary income subject to the Social Security tax, contributions will rise, and that helps make up for the increased average benefit because of the COLA. These inflation adjustments don't seem to be a major driver of Social Security's future solvency. That's driven much more by past benefit increases, increased longevity, and the like.
0: Patrick, bottom line, exactly what is the power of this 8.7% Social Security increase? Is it enough, perhaps, to delay a recession by a couple of months?
1: In very round numbers, the COLA for 2023 should increase total personal income by roughly $110 billion compared with what it otherwise would have been. That's a big number, but it's only a fraction of even one month's personal consumption expenditures in this economy. The COLA won't really be noticeable in staving off a recession, in our view. And is
0: Confluence Investment Management still seeing a recession likely early next year?
1: Oh, yes. An increasing number of the indicators that we rely on are signaling a recession over the coming year, and I think it'll take hold sometime in the first half of the year. Indeed, the majority of economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal also thinks a recession is now imminent. That's a key reason why we remain cautious on a wide range of assets going forward.
0: Thank you, Patrick. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice, and this information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.